0: You've reached your destination. Your destination. Welcome to Harmonic Welcome Headspace. To harmonic, harmonic, Music harmonic. for your psyche. Music to your Let's do this! Hey, how you doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome to Harmonic Headspace. This is the icing on the cake that is your weekend. Uh, I am Prosty, your host. Astro will be here shortly, and tonight we are joined with our special guest, Rexy45. That's good. So happy to have my friend here. Uh, He's been an inspiration to me lyrically for like almost 30 years, I think. Uh, When did we start? Um, At Pearson, it was like in the late 90s. Yeah, I'd probably say... uh, um
1: Two thousand one, two thousand two.
0: Yeah, we yeah. got together, and we uh, we would be reading each other our our lyrics at lunch break, and then uh, we both. Oh no, my,
1: my mistake. That was um nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Everybody, but we got together musically. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, man.
0: Yeah, and then we both uh, had our music take us in uh, in directions and uh there's so we have a lot to talk about and i can't wait to uh to jump into that uh but first uh the listener line is 617-829-9283 give us a call uh you can uh call anytime you can call during the music and uh and um we'll we'll screen you and make sure everything's good uh and <laughs> Uh, the text line is six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. Text us. You can text. Uh, you can text pictures if you want, but we own them if you if you send them. Uh, so we're excited about tonight, and I hope uh, we get some uh, cool callers and texts. You can also always find us on Wave Radio Boston Rocks at Facebook. Uh, and there's actually a cool March Madness thing going on right now with uh, with some songs from decades the decades of the 60s, 70s uh, I, actually was it the 60s I think we had the 60s too but 70s 80s, 90s and 2000s where you can vote on your favorite songs in a March Madness tournament bracket setup which is pretty cool and uh, there really are the best songs from those generations we the uh, the hosts from the show got together, and we voted on what we thought our are the best songs from those generations were, and uh, and we had this uh, like voting system where we we chose what they were, and now we have our audience to get them through the, through the brackets. So that's uh, that's going to be pretty cool. We have. Uh, booked a band to come in and talk to us uh and i'm really excited about this too parts per million Um, they are awesome they're a boston-based band they just released a new video friday night uh called find the light i believe and uh they have another song Uh, they have a a a bunch of other songs but i'm going to play ironside later because i love that song uh, so, great local act, excited to have them in on, f- uh, on the 4th of April. Uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, Astro will be here later, and uh, I think what we'll do is jump into a quick music break, and then on the other side, we will talk to Rexy45 and uh, pick his brain a bit. Uh, so, without further ado... Here we go.
2: My girl gonna get some spray and drive off in a death.
0: Yeah, that was Foo Fighters. This is a call. So that's uh, a leftover from the last couple of shows. So uh, Rexy, what we did for our first two shows were, uh-huh. we were like, uh, what is, this is our debut show. So what does debut mean? It's the first thing, right? So we, we, we dug into that. We're like, okay, so why don't we do the debut songs, the best First song on like the first album of a whole bunch of artists. Right? I like that. Yeah, it was cool. And and uh, for the first show, we did from 1973 on, just because we were, like, uh, in our lifetimes, released in our lifetimes. And then last week, we did stuff before and, uh, you know, anything before 1973. Okay. So it was cool. And, um, and Astro told a whole bunch of stories about, like... Um, like for example, some some uh, artists will release one track as the first so, or certain tracks on one album in the United States, but then when they release an album overseas, they're different tracks. And they did
1: that deliberately.
0: They do that, yeah, and it happens all the time. I had no idea. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Astro can. Do can, we know? Do you know why? Um, well, yeah. Um, Astro could. Tell you more about what he did what one of the things he said was um, sometimes they don't come out until like another year later, so I mean you think of what what can happen in a year
1: right, so they just added songs on and and maybe even um, censorship and so forth right in yeah. different countries you can get away with other things
0: yeah that's true, yeah, that makes sense huh? so uh, so that song right there, this is a call is the first Foo Fighters song on the first Foo Fighters album nice. and it is uh, an explosion I love that song uh, and before that we heard Booze Hound by Twig Twig is a local band they came in here and blew this freaking place up it was unbelievable um, I can't remember when it was I, I don't have the uh, the date but it was in February gotcha. um, they came into the stage next door
1: yeah I saw that I'm digging the stage
0: yeah and uh they played a live show for us, and uh, and Pete recorded it, and uh, it, it was just amazing. It was a, actually it was the first live show I've seen in over a year.
1: Lucky you, I I have not seen a, a live show in a very long time.
0: Yeah, it's it's sad. Beyond, but, uh, I'm going through withdrawal. Yeah, well, I mean, vaccines are coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, And then uh, the first song we played in that break was Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight, Good Times, Another One Bites the Dust. Um, The reason I played that was, well, a couple of reasons. Uh, One, uh, that was one of the songs that I picked for the 70s generation as one of the best songs of that generation. Got it. Uh, Because it is, in in my belief, one of the catalysts for hip-hop. I mean what happened before that what what real hip hop or rap was any good before that song
1: um well i, I mean i not many um but there, i think at that point there was like a few hip hop songs um coming out but not much um it was more parties back then right so a lot of it was more live shows um and 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 so you know where you know hip hop came from dancehall or reggae music right um we're doing house parties as the dj you know is is spinning and talking over the beat type of thing um and then and then the folks in new york took it and ran with it um to get it uh so yeah there wasn't much before for, before that song um and you know back then i mean i wasn't even listening to hip hop so
0: yeah right yeah <laughs>
1: I didn't even know what it was uh, in the '70s. No, yeah, I
0: don't. I don't think they called it that. Yeah, I think that term came later. It was rap.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, and, and, and for me, uh, I, I was born in Jamaica, so I didn't. I didn't come here till um, ninth, 1981, uh, so I didn't really get into hip hop, in t- for me, until '83. So for me, my first song was Run DMC, Sucker MC. There you go. Um, and uh, and 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 it all sp- sparks from there, and and so I wasn't. You know, four years or five years before, I, I, I couldn't tell you much, but yeah, it's definitely Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, Drew just learning uh, the history of of, of, of rap and uh, music. Um, you, 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 that's the most recognized song. Yeah. Um, but there were probably a few co- few more artists before, th- before them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, all right. So why don't we talk about you? <laughs> so uh, Rexy45 is a, a musician, a poet... A radio show host. Uh, I mean, you you do it all. Uh, tell us about the radio show first.
1: Uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I I do a a weekly show called Smoking Rhymes uh, Monday nights, b87fm uh, dot com. Uh, I've been doing it for over uh, five years now. Um, it's a show where we play uh, poetry. Uh, we play what we call undiscovered music. Um, and, and so that could be artists that, you know, whether they recorded yesterday or 15, 20 years ago, if people don't know about them. We try to play them. Uh, and and then we also talk about cannabis. Um, so we've probably been talking about cannabis longer than anyone else in, in Massachusetts on the airwaves.
0: Yeah. Uh, so when you say we talk about cannabis, do you mean the politics of or... Uh, everything yeah uh
1: we talk about the, the plan itself uh the history of it the politics um the the benefits uh, we we'll also talk about some of the downsides which are not many um usually it's just overuse <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but we talk about it all uh and and yeah
0: cool nice uh and so what do you find uh, is the the music that makes it to your airwaves most
1: um on the show yeah on my show uh i i it has to be um radio ready yeah. um good a good recording um uh because if not it just doesn't sound good uh that's all you really need for my show um i will at least play it once um uh, as 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 you know um do in music and starting out um before, you know putting my band together and 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 no one really gave us a chance um and now i have a platform to give people a chance and they w- and i say no one i mean s- people did obviously cuz we were able to play and get out but not a lot of people and i and from a business perspective i get it um because the people need to keep their lights on and 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 and, and that type of thing um so i, I you know be, having this platform a few years ago i decided that um i'm going to give artists a chance i'll at least play you once and if i like it i'll keep playing you Um, and if I don't, then I probably won't continue playing, you, but at least play you once. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, and we, and we usually tweet people out and, and let them know as well. So they get an opportunity, um, you know,
0: yeah, that's cool. So is it all types of music? Uh, do you focus on certain kinds?
1: Uh, for the most part, it is all uh, types. Um, I mean, you know, we 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 play music in different languages. Uh, sa- you know, I don't speak a lot of different languages, so I'm always concerned about what the words are. Yeah, <laughs> so true. I don't want to offend anybody. So I, I we we don't play as much, but songs I do do know um, we play. So you know, we, you know, we're playing Korean artists. We have played you know different African artists, um, French artists. Um, you know, cool.
0: So, yeah. so you're all over the world. All, many languages
1: yeah um uh, but you know m- mostly still around hip hop and reggae and dub and and that type of thing um you know, but we all i you know I love all type of music mm-hmm. uh and I say that with good music uh, if it because mm-hmm. you know if it's good music, you can't deny it, yeah um regardless if you understand the words or not
0: is there a uh an un what do you call it a, undiscovered is there an undiscovered artist that you that um what's your favorite undiscovered artist oh um
1: that's a good one i'll probably have to say john beady
0: john beady what's that
1: uh who uh he's an artist uh it's john j-o-n-n-b-d-b-e-a-t-t-y uh if you, you just put his name in the search bar you'll find him mm-hmm. uh he's a boston artist um but he, he like eh, 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 he he the music he's released so far it's been lyrically if if, if, if you are a fan of um lyrics um like you can listen to every, every bar I I hitting the um the mic and never stop doing that but um <laughs> you can listen to every bar of of, of every line of the, of his
0: songs um and and it has meaning cool nice uh, i mean and you you chose a Barcelona artist which is Cool, and one one discussion we've been having is the fact that there are so many great uh, artists in Boston that are either putting out new, good music now yep. um, or have in the past, and, and we still have access to it, and it's just like, it's amazing how much stuff is out there that people don't know about.
1: Yeah, and, and that's always been the case. And, um, you know... We've been around for a little while, and um, you know, the, the, you know, people say it's hard to to make it in Boston as an artist, but there's always been artists putting music out. Um, you, as a fan, you just have to go and, and search for it. Yeah. Um, but it's always been there, and, and and you know, and you know, I've heard artists say you know they want to put Boston on the map and so forth, and it's like, it's the first state. I mean, city, but you know, it, it's been on the map. Yeah. It is on a map. It's we, you know every artist from Bob Marley all the way you know before Bob Marley, every artist has to c- had to come through Boston, um, and and so I think it's a mindset because artists need to realize it's like, it's 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 already a music mecca. Yeah, um, you, we just got to own it.
0: Yeah, I think the the hard part though is, and I think when when people are saying um, they want to put Boston on the map is, they they want those musicians those artists in Boston to have more access to the public you know it's hard to get there because of how technology is now and all the noise out there you know
1: i mean i i guess the hardest part now maybe is and, and again my only my own experience right um is the pandemic i think mm. um i think if you're if you're an artist and you're motivated um You'll get shows, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you'll sell merch, and especially now, um, I think these days it's a lot easier than fifteen, twenty years ago, much less. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to, you know. No one's going to do it for you, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you have to get out there and do it. Um, you know, when when we, you know, when we were playing shows in in the height, you know, we were able to book eighty shows in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just through hard work. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I know it's out there and I remember when we couldn't book a show, (laughs) you know what I mean? It it was like, you know, several years before you couldn't. Um, but like I said, it's a business. Um, and, and these are, you know, bar owners and, and, and folks that have live music, you know, I find that they don't care whether you're good or bad. They, if you show up and you do what you're supposed to do and you half entertain, They'll keep working with you, yeah. Um, but if you don't, they'll give you one shot, and if you screw that shot up, they're not going to give you that shot again, yeah. Um, because it's a business, and and so it all, you know, it comes down to the artist. But if you if you if if you're not going to take no for an answer, you're going to be successful.
0: Mm-hmm. I I can't wait to get back into the gig scene. I'm, yeah, that energy is missing from my life, you know, and uh, I, I just. I can't wait till, to get back.
1: I, I hear you. Um, it is a drug. Um, yeah. And it'll be different, I think, though, when we get back. But, it, you know, I think it's soon. I think we're probably, you know, six months away, maybe. Yeah. You, know. you
0: mean from full, full shows?
1: Having access to, to be able to at least play out, regardless if you'll have a full crowd or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like. But at least I think, you know, you'll be able to get back on stage yeah um and and have at least have some people still in the audience if not you know more
0: right so for your so talk about your stage now and in the past like when when corona's done and we can start everyone all of us artists can start booking our shows what will you be looking to do
1: oh um I think from where i am uh it's probably recording and 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 starting to play out more shows um in in the last um i don't know i i would probably say six seven years i've been more doing features and reading a lot more poems um and and before that i was I was playing a lot more shows um so at this point it is uh and I do a lot of things and and so my my schedule is is already pretty crazy. Um, but for me right now, it's recording, and then hopefully getting out and playing shows um, in the near future.
0: So, is that with a band or?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. At this point, it would be. Um, slim be, pocket? No, not slim pocket. Um, but I, I, you know, I think at this point, it, it, it'll be hopefully maybe with you. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We might be out there playing, Josh. Yeah, well uh, we got
0: we we got some stuff to listen to that uh, that you and I created, and I'm, I'm uh, I can't wait to share it with. Uh, with everybody here. Mm -hmm. So why don't we, uh, go into the next break? Um, and then we will, uh, we'll talk on the other side. All right. All right, here we go. Do
3: you know the warm progress under the stars? Do you know we exist? Have you forgotten the keys to the kingdom? Have you been born yet? And are you alive? Let's reinvent the gods, all the myths of the ages. Celebrate symbols from deep, elder forests. Have you forgotten the lessons of the ancient war? We need great, golden copulations. The fathers are cackling in trees of the forest. Our mother is dead in the sea. You know we are being led to slaughters by placid admirals and that fat, slow generals are getting obscene on young blood? You know we are ruled by TV? The moon is a dry blood beast. Guerrilla bands are rolling numbers in the next block of green vine, amassing for warfare on innocent herdsmen who are just dying. O oh, great creator of being, grant us one more hour to perform our art and perfect our lives. Moths and atheists are doubly divine and dying. We live, we die, and death not ends it. Journey we more into the nightmare, cling to life our passion flower, cling to cunts and Of despair. We got our final vision by clap. Columbus's groin got filled with green death. I touched her thigh and death smiled. We have assembled inside this ancient and insane theater to propagate our lust for life and flee the swarming wisdom of the streets. I'm True king's murderers are allowed to roam free. A thousand magicians rise in the land. Where are the feasts we were promised? Where is the wine, the new wine, dying on the vine?
4: So I said this rhyme, I'm about to say. The rhyme was there, for then it went this way. To-
5: Mystery to me, cause you gotta walk it, but often these days MCs practice what they talk Front the mirror, they learn to
0: Welcome to Harmonic Headspace, music for your psyche. Let's do that! Yeah, that was awesome. That was very cool. So, uh, what we just listened to was uh, "American Prayer" by The Doors, uh, Jim Morrison, which was put together after he passed. They uh, he they had his poetry. And uh, they took the music and uh, put that music to the back of his poetry. I like that. It's a great album. I mean, it's one of those things you can just listen to the headphones, shut your eyes, and he takes you on a journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then Run DMC, Sucker MC. Yeah. yeah. So uh, before we talk about the song after that, let's talk about Run DMC, Sucker MC. What does that song mean to you?
1: Um... It's the first uh, album I ever, well, album, first 45 I bought um, uh, as a, I guess, a nine year old, a 10 year old, somewhere around there. Um, and you know, my, this is, you know, after I've just been in the country, you know, like January of 1981. So we're talking about like two years, a li- little over two years later, or maybe under. Um, and. You know, before then, the music that I was hearing before then was like Marvin Gaye, uh, you know, Sam Cooke, and, 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 and things that my uh, young mind didn't understand. I love these mm-hmm. songs now, but yeah. sexual healing, these yeah, songs, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why are they playing that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I gravitated to uh, Run DMC, and, and this was new. Um, so, yeah, that, that means a lot, because I, I still remember buying that, um, that record, that 45.
0: Was that their first album?
1: Uh, it, was a, it, it might have been their first release on their album, yeah. Um, might be the, might have, I don't know if they would have called it single back then, but it was the first song that dropped um, from them.
0: What, was it their first album, though? Have, yeah, yeah, first yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. I, don't ask me the name of the album. I cannot remember. I, I can look it <laughs> up, though. Um,
1: but that, that was the first song I bought and, and my intro into uh, rap
0: music. Nice. Uh, awesome. And uh, the song after that was called Hip Hop. Um, that was you. Yeah. That was awesome. And that was you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is the first song that Rexy Forty Five and I um, did together. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, like three years ago. Maybe, it, it, maybe. It, it, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're still not done either. I mean. No, we, that, we got we got many more to go. Yeah. No, I mean that song. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that version of the song is not... That hasn't been produced yet. That's just a demo, um, and it I, I think it sounds pretty cool. Uh, like, I know all the words. It's like, you know when there's certain rap songs that you know every word and you feel great hitting it? Yep. And there's some that, you know, you kind of stumble on and you don't know all the words, and um, that I know that song. Nice. And uh, I love it. So, you know... Uh, I hope we can uh, complete it and get it uh, produced and and see where it goes. But that's a that's a fun song and it I love it because it's like it's about a couple things, right? It's about the '80s hip hop bands that were around, yep. right? And the Adidas, and them three stripes identifying me, you know. Yep. It's kind of like a it's a like a glance back into the '80s.
1: In, in a sense, I mean, I, you know, there's still, uh, the, the, when you bring up the Adidas reference, um, I, I have to say this, because there's still people that in, identify with Adidas, um, and, 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 and that's all they rock. Um, as far as sneakerhead, from, a sneak ahead, uh, from a, even a, depending on where you live in, in I, I'll say in Boston, but depending on where you live in the country, um, there's certain folks in, in, in that, that's all they rock is Adidas. Yeah, um, and and I was like that for a while, and then until uh, until the next line that says until BDP educated me. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Um, you know, but that still you know that still applies cause, um you know, but that might be a different show we're talking about.
0: Yeah, and then so that's the first part of what the song talks about, but then it also talks about how the music industry is crushing music. And musical artists, right?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, because, you know, I think like any, um, any industry or, or anything, right? There's people who keep it 100 or keep it real or, or just keep or true to the cause, right? You know, that, that, you know, and then there are people who are just in it to make money. Um, and, and, and so it is, if you're a lover of music, uh, you, wanna, you wanna keep it as pure as you can. Um, and not worry about the dollars because then it waters it down um and that was happening for a while in 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 hip hop uh you know a, 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 even other music now uh music genres, but definitely hip hop got watered down um you know to the point where I stopped listening to it in all honesty really yeah
0: so do you listen now um i
1: i do you know i this you know i I've, I've it's is i stopped. <laughs> You know, I stopped listening. To, I stopped listening to hip hop because, yeah, I, to me, it, it, even so, there's a couple of times. Well, it's probably one time when I really stopped, and and that was probably um, early on to me in the. And and I'm, I'm probably getting a little flack for this, but in the '90s, um, I I I stopped listening to it just a little bit because it wasn't the music that identified with me anymore, the lyrics and that, uh, you know, the stuff you were hearing on radio, I should say, not yeah. the stuff that was underground. Right. Right. Um, but back then, everything that was on radio was all that, that people cared about. So I, I stopped listening and, you know, I was fortunate that I had reggae music to go listen to as well. And, and I was in and, and so, you know, I went from listening to hip hop to to immersing myself in reggae music. You would think I would lis- be listening to reggae music as a Jamaican, but right, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I honestly didn't stop listening to reggae music until probably maybe eighty-seven, uh-huh. eighty-eight. Um, so I was able to, um, you know, just fall into reggae music and 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 ignore a lot of the what I considered, um, you know, m- lyrics that you know at the time I, I listened to a lot of conscious music, rap music, you know, at, 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 you know, and so I, I stopped listening to. Um, when the, when the lyrics started getting really crazy, I I, I stopped listening. Just started listened to reggae music. Crazy how, uh, you know, around the time like N.W.A. came out, yeah, um, you know what I mean, that type of thing. Um, and and that and that's all that was being played on radio, right? Yeah. Um, whether good or bad, um, I mean, and where we are now, you know, gangster rap is is here to stay. Um, but there were a lot of good artists that made really good, you know. Conscious rap music that just wasn't getting played on the radio. So it wasn't like I didn't necessarily didn't like the lyrics. Mm. I I just understood that like there's still good lyrics out there, and I knew that you know like myself, I wanted to hear good lyrics. Yep. I wanted to hear conscious lyrics. I didn't I didn't I wasn't in, in you know I didn't I, I wasn't walking around with guns and, and doing those things. So right. like I mean I just from a from an artist perspective, I, I I mean I can write those songs yeah. as well. You know those lyrics. I mean I, you know you can you know, anybody can write them but that's not who I was. Right. Um so yeah, so I stopped listening and, and started listening to um reggae music and then, you know, probably in the mid 90s, um you know, I, I you know, you know Biggie Smalls brought me back to hip hop. music, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um you know, I, I, and 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 from a lyrical standpoint, at that point, I you know, I was more into writing too. So I, you know, I was analyzing, you know, lyrics you know I was, I was like i didn't even listen to beats really i just listened to the lyrics for a long time
0: mm. yeah and i know you have like uh, notebooks and <laughs> computers full of uh poems songs snippets yeah. yep you know like i remember being at my house and you going just going through trying to find stuff like <laughs> you have so much uh and you know whatever i hear you do is always like moving and and you call it conscious, but it's, it's meaningful. Um, and I, I, I think that's one of the things that I love most about the lyrics that you do is like, they are definitely like, I can relate to them, uh, you know, because they're about a human being and what's going on like in the world. Right. Know? And, you know, I can't relate to any of the gangster stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I can't, I, I can't relate to it. so right. you know, it's I mean, not meaningful be, to me. you right,
1: exactly. I mean, you know, everybody gets upset, so you can't relate um, when you're upset. Um, but that's not, you know, it. You know, you are what you eat, right? Um, and 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 I didn't live that lifestyle, so I, I, it's like like I said, I, I, you know, I, I like the mu, I like lyrics, and 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 I like clever lyrics, and and, and regardless of what they are. Um but at that time, you know, like i said they they were just stuff that I felt like yeah, you know mm-hmm. that 's not good lyrics yeah um and 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 so you know, but you know now it's 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 different now,
0: yeah, so uh when did you first realize that you needed to express yourself artistically wow, well, um
1: I was probably 27 and, 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 you know, it was one of those you know, the exact, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know the exact date, <laughs> but I know the age because like I've, you know, I've dabbled in and out of music um, and writing, you know, for, since I was probably in eighth grade and, um, you know, you might not know, I mean, you might know, I had the biggest stage fright ever um, and, 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 and that's what kept me off the stage for a long time and and finally he's just like you you know you might die and never um get on the stage Mm -hmm. and 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 so you know at 27 i was like all right i gotta do it and 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 you know i wish i would have done it probably you know 10 years sooner because you know we get in our own way you know what i mean
0: you you get in your own way yeah as as human beings yeah yeah you know
1: um, and i did that for a long time so yeah it was it was like around 27 i like I, i took it seriously um i prob- i started writing seriously in nineteen ninety nine pretty much two thousands when i started I, I writing. i i've written off and on but then then I wrote like for years almost
0: every day yeah um
1: yeah well the, you know most of it's pretty bad but
0: <laughs> <laughs> i still wrote that's like any music, any artist, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you, there's so much shit, and then when when you finally yeah. produce that one exactly. needle in the haystack, you're like, here it is. Yep. <laughs> but you have
1: to go through that though. Yeah. Um, there's no way around it, and um, and you know it's it, it's it's more the process that you learn in than than anything
0: else. Yeah, I, I agree. Like w- when I'm writing, uh, I, I have the same thing. Like uh, I, at my studio at home, I have like hundreds of songs. That I've written and they're horrible, you know. And I don't know even why I, I don't even know why I keep them because it's like something that I, I threw down, you know, one Sunday morning early, and I was like, oh, that's a pretty good, you know. But it's it's crap. A lot of it is just right, some crap. Yeah. But um, the good part about it is the journey. It's like when I was doing it, I was learning something, you know. Yeah. Like this this uh, this arpeggio sounds good underneath this chord. If I do it this way, Right. you know, with the right um, distortion, or you know what I mean. So it's like, even though that the, the finished product of that thing right there is crap, it still has a meaning. It, it still has value. Exactly,
1: um, and and it's muscle memory. So, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, you know, for those that are out there that are thinking about it, go ahead and write
0: um, and try
1: to do it as much as you can.
0: What is the first poem that you wrote? that you said, I'm proud of this?
1: Oh, um, I, you know, I don't even, I I can't even, I I don't even remember the first one um, that I'd probably say I'm proud of, Uh, but I, I, there's one poem that I felt pretty good, confident about submitting it it, um, for an award. Um, and, and yeah, I do remember that. So that was probably like 2000, I'd probably say three or four, somewhere around there. What's the name of it? Um, I have to look it up.
0: (laughs) Do you know what it's about?
1: (laughs) I do. I'm pretty bad at, 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 at titles. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I do, um, W- after the next break i uh, i probably couldn't read it i got to try to uh, remember the first few lines and then i can read the whole thing okay. probably
0: uh, do you want to read any other ones now that you have um yeah
1: i can i can read um um let's see uh is it sh- should i should i should i do the one you like now or we'll save that one for a little bit later
0: whatever you're feeling
1: um let's see um
0: talking about i can't i can't dream past you yeah yeah so um i know you're gonna do this one this one i love um Rexy did this on his on one of his shows like a, as an opener and um and i it blew me away and so i i saved like a clip of it and it's now like this him reading this poem is now like in my main um playlist. So I hear you do this all the time and it's it's great. Um you know
1: if I uh, actually I'm going to read this one until I can find it. Um just because of time. Uh most uh, sadly uh oh well not sadly but I don't generally title my poems. Um I can give you a name for it but it wouldn't be fair cuz I didn't really think long on it if I did it. Um uh, but anyway, this one um it I'll tell you this this came like most things I write is something that happened in life and I witnessed it whether firsthand or heard about it uh, or I have a thought about something and, and so um, this came to me uh, back in uh, 2017 with, with craziness going on and stuff like that. Um, so here we go. Why can't we find peace? Allow others to be. Share the same trees. Look after all seeds. Diamonds are not more valuable than beads. No magic in carrots unless catching a rabbit. Now that's proper talk. I mean, that's proper fuck. That's just snatch talk. The situation is rather dark. To make a person ignore the art of peacekeeping, scratching the surface they keep sweeping, leaving victims, family searching for all answers, but they don't like none of them. Compounded by violence throughout our history, don't you know minds can be controlled? Don't you know minds can't be controlled but can be altered easily? No answers here either. Maybe we just need a breather or selective, selective amnesia like the morning after. Paradise is one pill away. but our ship is and I prefer the upper deck. I'm not ignorant, I am a concept. We have so many layers to peel, the ramification of so many actions. Actors always wanting to be in control. Instead of going for theirs, they're going for yours. Is this is it the fittest of the fit, or peace be with you, which line you in
0: Nice that's awesome, thanks. and you don't have a title for it <laughs> no. so how how am I going to refer to it
1: um, How can
0: I request it you know
1: uh we'll call it peace be with you. How's
0: that I like it all right so tell me about uh what it means to you and and uh how it was born
1: um. So, when I discovered poetry, I I was taking a uh, a psychology class um, in college, and my my teacher had had us keeping a journal, and I was not a fan of writing, believe it or not, and so I started writing poetry, and what it did for me was got all my feelings out and, and got it out of my body. And so, a lot of times when I do write, it's really to take energy that I don't want um, in my body anymore, and, and, and I and I put it on a piece, and, and I, it becomes a poem. In my case, other people write or or, or do whatever they do to get rid of it. Right. Um, so for me, writing that, um, you know, it, 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 it's really was just asking that simple question. You know, why can't we find peace? Mm-hmm. Um, why can't we allow others all to be? You know, you know, diamonds are not more valuable than beads, right? I mean, it's all just perception. Um, and 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 so and and just what was going on at, the, at at that time? I mean, it's a little bit different now, but it's still, you know, I, I I you know it it I don't understand why you know we can't come together as people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. I think uh, you know, in, in in some ways we are, um, and I also think that um, the media has done a, a horrendous job of trying to help us do that, you know
1: for sure, for sure, but you know um no, you're right i mean that that is a big part of it um but we you know uh, we know that though right yeah you know yep. um and and just be good to your neighbor right that type of thing, so it's mm-hmm. not even like re- remove mm-hmm. I, I know the media does a part in separating all of us um, but when someone is trying to impose their own ideas onto you or 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 whatever um that's that's a that that's not media
0: yep no I agree totally so uh do you want to read another before we go on another the music break um, or do you want to read one when you get back
1: uh let's do when we get when we get back or we can we can play one song and come back if you want i I just want to find that um oh I have it so actually we, yeah, let's we, do it. we can do it all right uh this one is uh what's uh, the name of it just kidding right (laughs) you like this one now I can't dream past you breathe and all the other stuff people feel after a breakup I felt it all believed it all even though I had a plan rock bottom is where I descended I didn't know it at the time but I was in the wrong gear I was in the one that ended in nothing needed nothing wanted nothing became nothing etc etc I was crushing my existence slowly I can't dream past you, even though you know I try. And you know that road to recovery is a messed up one. I mean, unpaved one. I mean, you have to walk it alone. Because for some reason, my support system kept getting hacked. The speeches I heard sounded so foreign. Even though I understood the language, I can't dream past you. Because I didn't give you a limit, a ceiling to cling to. You are forever free. So how am I supposed to dream past that? Your possibilities are endless. Or at least that's what I dreamt up. And now I'm supposed to let you go like you're not from my DNA. I cannot do that. Don't want to do that. Pick my head up again and try to move forward again. Live, allow love in, just fucking exist again. Funny thing about life is it will kickstart you again. When you least expect it, one day you find yourself smiling again. Grabbing the pen like it's an instrument again. Expressing myself, creating beauty from nothing again. I can't dream past you, but now I dream again.
0: I love that man I love that <laughs> that's great thanks man alright well, let's take a break let that soak in and we'll be back on the other side Whew.
3: tell you Back in those days, everything was simpler and more confused. One summer night, going to the pier, I ran into two young girls. The blonde was called Freedom, the dark one, Enterprise. We talked, and they told me the story. Now listen to this. I'll tell you about Texas radio and the Big Big Soft. Driven slow and mad like like some some new new language. language. Reaching your head with the cold, sudden fury of a divine messenger. Let me tell you about heartache and the loss of God, wandering, wandering in hopeless night. Out here in the perimeter, there are no stars. Out here, we is stoned, immaculate. So, you're a philosopher? Yes.
6: Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I
2: think. I think. I think very deeply. In about four. into A little unrational. A lot of MCs like to use the word dramatical. Fresh for 88, you Suckas <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's Ironside by Parts Per Million. That's a local local uh, band. And they are coming in here on the 4th of April. Uh, they just released a new video. Um, again, Parts Per Million, they are awesome. And uh, I'm psyched that I, I found them. And they will be a part of my shows going forward. Uh, I'll definitely be playing them a lot. Uh, before parts per million, you heard Keras one My philosophy. Uh, Rexy, tell yeah. me about that song and what it means to you. Um, I, you know, that was that was a very influential song
1: for me. Um, growing up in Dorchester in the '80s, right? Um, like I said, it, it, you know, it back back. I mean, now th- I mean things are still kind of crazy, but then it was a, a, a lot crazier. Uh, and, 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 you know, I, I got into uh, Boogie Down production, oh, I got into Keras One, um, you know, not when he first came out, like South Bronx and, and those songs were already out um, before I got into Keras One. So I got into him late, but when after Scott LaRock passed away and, um, you know, he did that, that, that um, My Philosophy album um, and that song, you know, it, just lyrically, um and, you know, KRS-One is a lyrical, you know, God. And and you know, as we've seen over time, but back then it was, uh, you know, it was just a, just powerful lyrics because it was conscious, um, and it was, it, you know, it was it was telling people to do something. You know,
0: what was it telling them to do? Be conscious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, um, so think so very deeply. So KRS-One uh-huh. is known for his more deep lyrics. Is that?
1: yeah i would say yeah um conscious lyrics um he also had like you know like i said earlier um any you know not a, yeah anyone can write any kind of lyrics you know conscious or negative or, or uplifting or whatever right um um so he's definitely wrote some you know you know he battled he battles with a, he's battled with a lot of artists in the past, so you know those are not conscious <laughs> lyrics yeah um but at the same time you know he 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 started out with negative Music in the in the beginning, what I would consider negative right, and it's not that you know um but then you know became real conscious okay um you know what i mean and 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 so um like and I was you know, probably like fifteen or sixteen hearing this, you know what I mean so you know at that at at you know then you know you could have had a gun in your hand or you you, you, <laughs> you know or you could choose not to, and it was very easy back then to 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 to, to lead in that life. Um, you know there they was you know gangs on, on and it, a lot of gangs in, in the city back then, and, and 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 so it was very easy. So that conscious music was it was you know it kept it kept me out of trouble.
0: Nice, cool. Uh, welcome, Astro. Astro. Nice to be here, Rexy. Nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you as well.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a good show so far. Um, we have been listening to some KRS One some uh doors uh american poet uh i don't know if you've heard any of that have you heard of that
7: what do you mean the jim morrison american poet stuff yeah i think i'd rather hear kras one
0: yeah <laughs> uh yeah i i mean i i'm a big fan of that that album <laughs> um and we heard some parts per million um they are booked for the fourth of April. Yeah, looking
7: forward to that. I uh, I heard the intro. I was at my daughter's basketball game, her final game of her nice. career in eighth grade. She actually had her best game of her career. She had, she had two three pointers. She had eight points total. Nice. Nice. So yeah, not bad for an unathletic uh, kid.
0: When you say final of her career, does that mean she's Retiring? not playing basketball? Yeah, yeah, she's done. Oh, wow, that's too bad.
7: Her yeah. choice. Um, I think genetics
1: choice. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you know, the, the, the mind. I mean, you know, is
7: Nate Robinson? I, mean, I don't know how tall she is, but. She's not short, but she's not tall. She's yeah. probably right in the middle. She's, yeah. uh, she turned into a three-point specialist because she just doesn't have that, uh, that ability to really drive. She gets it from me. Could hit a shot when I was open when I was a kid, but once yeah. somebody was in my face, it was all over. <laughs> I also retired after eighth grade, so I, yeah. I see.
1: Yeah, I, you know, is you know, I I retired after the twelfth grade, and 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 in hindsight, I I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think that in, in you know, it's it's what you want, you know. Anybody can overcome anything, and 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 so if she's willing, especially in the eighth grade, like you know, she's still got you know know she might
7: develop those skills well she's more focused on baking she's uh, <laughs> she's she's really good she was more focused on making cupcakes for after a game because uh, her head coach actually uh has been coaching f- since like 2007. yeah She so had uh, two daughters and this is the youngest one was my daughter's age so they just uh wrapped up and like we had a you know a little shindig of yeah, nice. cupcakes and gifts and stuff for him for uh, his retirement as well but yeah. he says he'll be back once there's grandkids
0: involved <laughs> <laughs>
7: nice a long ways away hopefully (laughs) yeah hopefully right
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's cool uh all right so uh i'm gonna ask rexy one more question so um what's your goal coming up as an artist uh, as we turn the corner past covid and uh we've all learned a lot what what's your next what are your next steps what do you what's your goal for the?
1: I you know I would probably really continue what I'm what I was already doing what I'm doing um, which is promoting a radio show um, you know writing uh, material and um, trying to record some material uh, and, and and get that out um, as far as uh, that's really you know m- I want to have as much content as I possibly can amass uh, uh, musically and, and poetry um, over the next few years and uh, going forward really um, you know, it's funny, I was, I was just talking to a, a friend earlier, cause I was just like, I need to find a place where I can have all this stuff. So that way, you know, and not that I'm thinking about it often when I'm not around, it's just available. I don't have to worry about if I'm paying for somebody to make it available. It's just available. Um, apparently it's out there. So, um, it, it you know, there are places now that you, I, I forget the the, web, the website, but it's, a, it, it's, he, he's called it a new internet essentially, but you can now, um, you know, if if you're a techie, you can write code to upload your music. But once it's uploaded, is uh, it can't be erased. Um, I forget the the it's like four letters for the site. I forget it, what it's called, but I can I can get it and let you know. Cool. Um, yeah. So if you want to put your stuff out there. You can have it out there. And and, and how do people access that? Uh, there is a browser, um, so you can. But again, it, it's kind of like, as he put it, it, it's like you know you know when the first bros- browser came out back you know 15, 30 years ago, uh, it's kind of like that where it's at right now. It's not a lot of uh, easy way to, to access it. You got to know some code to really yep. put your
0: music up there right now.
1: Well, it'll get there, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean. Someone's
0: got to build an app for that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, um, so that, that's, that's kind of where I am with, with, with in, 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 in my career. It's really just, you know, I have a lot, like you were saying earlier, I have a lot of material. And it's really just um, you know getting stuff in, in poetry and books and, 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 and recording songs and, and just getting that stuff down because uh, I, I I like my, I like my, I like what I what I've written and, and, and stuff like that and you know wanting
0: to preserve it. You gonna get back to the toad? Uh, to the <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let us know. All right. Let us know. We'll uh, if it's not a Sunday night, you know we'll definitely come and cheer you on.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lizard Lounge. I think, isn't that is, the same thing in Cambridge?
0: Yeah, isn't
1: it? yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's called Lizard Lounge. I think Lizard Lounge sounds a lot better than yeah, the Toad. <laughs> the, the toad. I, I knew it was yeah. a venue though. But I was just like, I think yeah. I might have played to someone called a Toad once upon a time too. Though. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Lizard
0: Lounge—that's where you do your um, the the poetry. Yeah, uh, Lizard okay, Lounge is
1: is is one of the places. Um, Cantab Lounge in Cambridge as well. Uh, there was um, a Milky Way in, in JP. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of poetry venues, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I, I try to get to them as I can.
7: Nice.
0: All right, so uh, we're going to play the second song that uh, we did together, and, uh, and then we can talk about it.
5: Recognize Real, that's why they warring us Using no tanks, but they still Destroying us, by plotting us Against us, and children Well, they don't know who to trust, but you know They know who to cuss, point guns at them Fussy, they know what to hate It's about to get big I stand before you like Barry Barnes hovering home plate See they got a couple of choices Either pitch or let us skate Cause they can't act like we enemy at the gate See, we in this together And they can't erase our face, manipulate our faith Yo, we all need space Elbow room, how else flowers Are supposed to bloom Surely, not in a tomb And it ain't only them Yo, we all want silver spoons Go see Jacob and take Got another father and father has to wait to get thick
0: yes that's that's my favorite one that that's my favorite okay. and i love the the um the sentence that you say um you know we need space how else are flowers supposed to bloom surely not in a tomb that's awesome there's a, and there's a lot of like little things in that song where it's just a creative way to say something really cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's another one where if that was run through a producer, uh, I mean that that I'd be totally loving that.
1: One. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that, that song and and the, and the lyrics um, and just you know the time that it that it it came about. Um, you know, it 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 there's it it, there's a there's a lot of information in that song.
0: Yeah. Tell us, tell us, you know, some thoughts behind it.
1: Um, it it's it was mostly talking to the kids, um, you know, just talking to to, to young folks and and, um, and and saying I I I get the frustration and um and and and, and, and get what's going on and and and, try, and how you're trying to move, in um, especially in the first verse, right, and then in the second verse where, um, you know, it it, it it's just talking about, you know yeah uh i can't mean, i can't, even, I'm, I can't even remember the first line i want to say the first line i'm on barrier bonds upper and home plate yeah. um it, it's kind of like regardless of, of you know i'm going to knock it out the park you know essentially it it, it 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 it's like that's that's the power of what was going on in the in the city of uh you know there is enough of us to to do that um and even the last the last verse you know it, it, it's you know it it, there was a, there was an actual fourteen year old kid that got shot in the face by by undercover cops, um, and and so you know it it it's just talking about you know the mother and the father that has to wait and, and the judge and the system and 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 all the misunderstandings of, of what's going on, um, in in the community.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I love that song. It's great, and I love so many of your poems, and uh, I, I wish there was a. A better way to be able to access them you know like going to see you live is one thing that that's almost impossible right but um and i have you know um i can't read past you uh you know but i I wish there was a better way for this uh, your art to be shared more easily with People who want to hear it.
1: Um, working on that. I, the best, the best way, and, and is to listen to the Smoking Rhyme Show. Mm-hmm. I, re- I read a poem um, at the beginning of every show, and, and, and generally, ninety percent of the time, it's a new poem. Um, but this, that's some of the faves that I that, that I, I do um, reread, um, and then so the shows are recorded, and, and you can listen to those shows on, on you know Apple Podcasts and Spotify and uh, iHeartRadio and, and, and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. um but that that, that it, i'm working on you know putting some of those into a book and, and possibly a recording um you know and, and there's some work on and probably doing like a, a feature uh virtual feature um mm-hmm. so people can t- can um, at, lea- at least you know see me live
0: mm-hmm. virtually yeah that's cool
7: well speaking of live i mean is there any opportunity for you to do any outdoor type of shows i mean I would imagine your your performance is more generally based like for you know club type atmosphere, but times are tough these days
1: yeah um if there's an opportunity uh, and it is presented to me i'm open to it mm-hmm. uh that's th- that i've i've done you know i I've, I've been fortunate enough to you know do stuff like that i've you know read at colleges and um high, you know middle schools well elementary school mm-hmm. you know um for different um organizations and stuff like that that are are helping kids so you know you know the opportunity to present itself for sure I I do like performing so (laughs) Um, you know yeah I should perform outdoor one day
0: nice Uh, so we have a text feels like I'm listening to the rap explosion show from WERS in 1987 (laughs) nice Uh, we'll take it uh, Sean Valley yeah that's uh, thanks for the text (laughs) that's awesome so uh, you're listening to Harmonic Headspace at Wave Radio Boston. Uh, Wave Radio Boston is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at wrbrocks.com. Just press the big red listen button uh, to listen to our live programming. You'll also find on-demand show replays, news sh- new show schedules, and more. Go to wrbrocks.com for everything Wave Radio, Bo- Wave Radio Boston. Join the real radio revolution and say F.U. to F.M. F.U. to F.M. Yes. F.U. to F.M. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks for joining. And if you want to uh, call us, it is 617-829-9283. If you want to text us, it's 617-764-9283. Um, and 9283 is W-A-V-E on your road or your dial. Yeah, that's right. So we are here with Rexy45, uh, really excited to have him in, the, in here, and uh, he's going to give us some uh, pointers on how to be better radio show host. after we, uh, after we shut this <laughs> down. You guys um,
1: are doing a pretty good job. And Rexy, be...
0: thanks
7: for coming in uh, probably a little bit early and staying a little bit later to uh, improve upon myself uh, not being here. <laughs> Whether I was here or not, you're bringing things to another level, so thank you. Oh, man, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: So, uh, Rexy, three bands that influenced your music writing?
7: Um, Bands or artists? Did
1: I say artists? Did I, did I, did I, I, oh, influenced? Um, I'll probably say the first is uh, uh, Er Errol Smith, Uh, Steven Tyler. Mm -hmm. Uh, I heard an interview that he didn't listen to other people's music because he didn't want it seeping in when he was writing. And um, so for, it, it, so, who, you know, for folks listening, you notice I, I really didn't talk to about any music after like 2000 or <laughs> 2000 and onwards because I really didn't listen to any music um, probably from like 2002 until maybe 2012. I mean, I heard music, but I wasn't like collecting. I wasn't buying as a DJ. I wasn't, you know, getting music. I wasn't listening to uh, other people's stuff, just writing. Um, and so, yeah. So... um. Uh, well, so, uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, was uh, influenced me. Uh, just his his will to learn how to play. Um, I read his autobiography, and he was he was, he was lefty. And um, his dad back then, if you were lefty, you used to get your, you used to get your ass whooped um, to to write with your right hand. Um, and, it was, and the same thing with him. He would play lefty. And his dad used to kick his ass, so he, he, he played righty. But he 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 restrung his guitar lefty, mm-hmm. or flipped it over righty and played that way when his dad came in the house. And then when his dad was gone, he flipped it over and played lefty, <laughs> and, and and which made him an awesome guitarist. Um, but uh, you know that was that will right. And he literally carried his guitar around everywhere he went, even if it had like one string on it, you know. Um, so that was that's like any means necessary. Nice. Um, And, um, huh, I, the third, um, artist that, uh, I'd probably say Jay-Z. Um, and I wasn't a fan of Jay-Z in the beginning. Um, but just, you know, the ability to keep pushing yourself, um, writing, you know what I mean? I mean, he didn't, he, you know, he, he, didn't write on you know he memorized his lyrics he didn't write them down but just to always pushing yourself um to write and to in you know lyrically to challenge yourself to you know to be better than what you just wrote and 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 that's sometimes very difficult because you know you might write a good poem or a good song today and you're high off that and then you just think you're just gonna do that the next day or the next time and you're like what's this shit? <laughs> you know what i mean um so that you know again the and 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 that when you know, there was no record deal, and, and that didn't stop him. Um, so th- those were the o- early folks that uh, that I, I influenced me in the fact that their will to be successful.
7: So it's interesting you say that you didn't necessarily like Jay-Z's early stuff. What was it about his maturation as an artist that you started to appreciate it more as he, you know, grew and, and started writing different kind of material? Um, it it was more
1: so, um, and I'm going to call you out because she missed you know the, the beginning of the show uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'd stopped listening to hip hop uh probably around 88 like buying music and and got into reggae reg- music hard and DJ reggae music so you know I started buying reggae reg- records so it wasn't until about 94 95 where I s- started hearing hip hop again mm-hmm. um I mean you know as a DJ you'd play stuff that was popular but as a fan I wasn't seeking it um and so I so like Biggie Smalls was like you know I heard you know Maybe like, he was already hot, but you know, when I heard it, like, Warning was a song I heard and just lyrically. And, and then a friend of mine was a Jay-Z fan. And and, and, I, and so when you're in a car with somebody and back then it was like cassettes or whatever. So you, you had no choice but to listen to it. Um, I listened to the lyrics and then it was just like, oh, he's saying a lot. Um, you know, but he also slowed down his lyrics. So his earlier lyrics was a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, but lyrically it was it, it was like Brooklyn's finest with, Jay, with with Biggie Smalls it was like lyrically it was just like that it, it, it like all the lines were just like it was clever and and um and and different thanks
0: nice all right we are going to do another music break uh some things that were uh your influences from bands uh and we will catch you on the flip side
8: The philosophy which old one race, superior and another, inferior, is finally and permanently discredited. will remain in but a fleeting illusion to be pursued but never attained Now everywhere is war War And until the ignoble and unhappy regime that hold our brothers in Angola, in Mozambique South Africa subhuman so human bondage have been toppled Totally destroyed Well, everyone i
0: war by bob marley and the whalers before that was grip by war War on alexandria so that's a another local boston band uh they i believe were in here a couple weeks ago um and i love that song grip and that's another one that's going to be on our playlist i think for uh for a while Uh, and before that was kings and queens by aerosmith so uh, during the break, we were talking a little bit about Bob Marley and the Whalers and, um, you know, how how Marley has um, had an effect on billions.
7: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, he was he was a legend. I mean, it's, it seems stupid to say that because, you know, legend is his big, greatest hits album. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Bonnie Whaler just passed. As I know. Last one. Yeah. Um, really?
1: V- v- yeah. It was which is. The whole thing i wouldn't say pretty sad, but it is um in you know 'cause as big as they were, they could've been even bigger mm-hmm. you know what I mean, um and Bunny whale held out for you know didn't like to travel and um and because of that, you know they broke up, and you know you but if they stick together, maybe Bob Molly might not have been as big as he is,
7: but you know at the end of the day it was it was the whalers right. Yeah, I mean, that's. You listen to the stuff from the first two albums, and like I have a couple uh, live performances of them when they were the Whalers, like 72, 73. Yeah. It just blows away the stuff that, that Bob did later when it was him and the Whalers. Uh, you know, like you're saying, you know, Bunny didn't like traveling, so he couldn't really tour. I remember reading they had their first tour of the U.S. and when Tosh was still in the band, and it just, I don't think it went very well. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't happy, uh, you know, with Bunny not being there. I think it, it kind of and all the pressure from the studio to get Bob out in front and have him be the head guy. Yeah. You know, they did the same thing with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. You know, that was a band and like they the mm-hmm. studio wanted to pull Tom Petty out and put him in front and it worked out okay just like it did with Bob Marley. I mean, these guys, you know, they did pretty well for themselves, right. but it does kind of it makes the rest of the band kind of start questioning like, you know, is this really us, or is, are we just backing this guy up? Right.
1: And yeah, and and Peter Tosh, granted they they are pretty big, but I, again, they, they would have been bigger um, together, I think, than, than 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 the way it turned out. But I mean, we all know who Peter Tosh and Bunny Whaler and Bob Marley is, and you know, you know, the music has influenced billions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably more so than anything else. I mean, I, I think I read somewhere where he was still selling like ten thousand units a month or something like that. Wow. Um, bob molly and 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 so it, it, it's pretty impressive
7: yeah and to your point too i mean if you look at the records tosh put out after he left the whalers you know you take some of those best songs you mix them in with the stuff that bob marley and the whalers are putting out it, you know next level yeah. kind of stuff if, oh, yeah. if they could have kept it together but you know the record business sometimes gets in the way
1: yeah
0: sometimes <laughs> and cancer well, um, that was later on. But yeah, that, yeah it, but that I mean, getting shot doesn't help either. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, the, the, the the you know the cancer thing is um, it it's it, it you know it's kind of the same thing that happened to um, Steve Jobs, um, and where Steve Jobs uh, well he had kidney failure, I think, right? Uh, but he yeah. could he he was going the holistic approach, and Bob Molly was doing the same thing, and for Bob in Bob Molly's case, he waited too long to actually. Get uh, regular medic medicine, um, I guess instead of alternative, and and so at, at and also they he had to they wanted to amputate his toe, and he refused to do that as well, which probably could have saved him. So it, it, you know you look at Steve Jobs, look at Bob Marley; these two people could have been alive if they made different medical choices. Mm-hmm.
7: Um, it's a shame with the amount that each of those guys brought to society, exactly, you know, and how much more they could have oh done. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Absolutely, and, and Bob was thirty-five
0: or thirty-seven, something like that. Yeah, very uh, young. That's, I mean, think about that. Uh, how many great songs and and how much great he did, and he never made it to forty. Yeah, right. And we got we got people playing in their seventies now, still. You mm-hmm. know, still active in a and in gigging.
7: Yeah, still writing good music. I mean, yeah. look at Paul McCartney. I mean, granted, you know, Paul McCartney's you know he's a bit of an exception, as you say, but. Uh, so was Bob Marley. I mean, there's no reason that he couldn't have been writing poignant pandemic songs right now, like Paul McCartney has been, except for you know, like you said, not getting that toe taken off. But I, yeah, he liked playing football. Can't blame him for that. Yeah, right. no, yeah. or soccer. Sorry, we're in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had it right at first. I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and and, and you know, it, it it is. Um, I mean, it's still huge, it on life. Um, people and, um, but you know, in the, we look back and we can see.
0: Mm. So, what's your message to artists now? As as we, we talked about, what you're going to do that you know to uh, as the corner is in sight. But what's your what's your message to young artists in, in the here? Uh,
1: believe in yourself. Um, believe in yourself when nobody else does uh because a lot of times you know you, you have no choice um to do that and and you know it's easy for me it was easy to talk myself off the ledge um a lot and and i did that for a while until i was old enough to realize i might die if i don't go on the stage <laughs> so <laughs> i forced myself to go out there but you know it's different uh, you know from a marketing perspective and getting out there it's, it's different today than before but as as far as creating if you're an artist and and Regardless of whatever it is, you know, music, you know, painting, you know, poetry, whatever. Um, you got to believe in yourself and, 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 and start with that. And if you're bad at it, just keep practicing. You know what I mean? You will get better. Uh, and, and, you know, I, you know, I was, I was some, my, my daughter's being been um, homeschooled and, and, and the teachers, they ask, you know, give them a couple, of, they have them check in and, and give them a couple of questions of, you know, or they'd rather do this or they'd rather do that. Um, and one of them was like baseball versus basketball. And, and my, my kid asked me, what would I choose? And I was like, well, no, what I know now, I would choose baseball because I would make more money from it. <laughs> you know? But back then I sucked at baseball and, 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 and talked myself out of playing and, and, and went on to play basketball because it just came a little bit easier. Um, but sometimes, you know, things that are hard, um, it, it makes it even sweeter when you, when you accomplish it. And just because it's hard doesn't mean you can't do it. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta work it a little bit longer. So that would be the one thing, you know, don't give up. And if you don't give up, you'll find a way to get where you want to get
0: to. Nice, I like that. Um, so, and that's that's similar to something that Dave Grohl said and wrote about believing in yourself. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh It's it's I, he says it differently, but um, so here's a, a one of my favorite Dave Grohl quotes. He says, when I think about kids watching TV show like American Idol or The Voice, or they think, oh, okay, that's how you become a musician. You stand in line for eight fucking hours with 800 people at a convention center, then you sing your heart out for someone, and then they tell you that it's no fucking, it's not fucking good enough. Can you imagine destroying the next generation of musicians? Musicians should go to a yard sale and buy an old fucking drum set and get in their garage and just suck. Yeah. And their friends should come in and they'll suck too. Yeah. And when they'll, then they'll start fucking playing and when they'll have the best time they've ever had in their lives. And then all of a sudden, they'll become Nirvana. Because that's exactly what happened with Nirvana. Just a bunch of guys with some shitty old instruments, they got together, started playing some noisy ass shit and they became the biggest band in the world. That can happen again. You don't need a fucking computer or the internet or the voice or the American or American Idol.
7: It's also nice when you have Kurt Gopain walk into your garage too. That's probably <laughs> helpful, right?
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs> Some guys
7: with shitty instruments, it's a little understating.
0: <laughs> totally. But I, I think that the the underlying thought here is if 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 you believe in yourself and you and you enjoy the journey. Yeah. Right. And we were talking about that earlier. The journey of yeah, like most of my songs. I hate, they're, they, and they're just, they're horrible, because they just, they haven't, they're, they're horrible, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. But I'm okay with that, because the journey of putting them down and learning and, and even, like, practicing with them is, is the suck that needs to happen, you know? And, and I think that's kind of what is Dave is trying to say.
7: Well, I mean, I guess uh, no matter how great a song ends up being, it's still always work to create it. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of you know whether you're loving that work. Now you guys are much more uh, able to talk to this type of topic than me because I'm not a, really a creator here. You guys are both creating your own music and you know your own lyrics and uh, poems, and that's you know there's there must be a, there's that that joy when you're done with something, I would imagine. Or is it like okay, is it a relief that you're done and now you're focused on the next thing? Uh, for me, it's it's thank you, really. It's
1: like grateful. I, like mm-hmm. if I when I write something because. You know, I did. You never. You write a bunch of things, and you don't know when you start. When I sit down to write, I don't go, "Oh, this is going to be dope," or whatever the case may be. You know, you you, you hope it starts, and you hope it finishes <laughs> for me anyway. And 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 when I'm done it, it's like, okay, you know, the, the universe has given me this. Um, the way I work, um, I I can write probably for like you know, six months. And then I have to stop and then take a break for like six months or whatever. I just need to, you know, get more information. I ran out of things to say. And and, 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 and I've been doing it long enough to know that when I have nothing to say, I realize it's okay. I need to go experience some things and then I'll have something
7: to say. So I apologize if this was talked about before. I know we're almost out of time, but I, I have one question I really want to know. How do you know when you're done? With a song? Yeah. Or a poem? Um, Particularly, like on the poem side of things, because a song is a pretty a good idea of how long a song is going to be. But with a poem, I would imagine you could have one that is shorter that gets to the point you're trying to make, or one where you just keep writing And it gets longer and longer, and suddenly it's more than just yeah. a short poem.
1: Yeah, um, I, I I wrote a short thing, and that I love. It, it's I reach for the stars but landed on the clouds. That's it. I and, like that. And, and I and I wrote it, and I was like. I don't think it needs anything else, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. It's a feeling, it's a feeling. Um, and I think that it comes from DJing uh, when I was younger, because back then you'd listen to a song for like 10 seconds, and then, you know, the record still put on another song, and, and so it's just a feeling. Like So when I hear songs or anything now, it, it just has to feel like... When it, it's just a feeling, so it's the same way with ending a piece for me now. It, it, it is, when I was younger... I edited it a lot and would look at it a lot, and then I realized I just had to just. And, I, and I'm pretty sure I heard it somewhere. You just have to leave it alone. You just mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure I heard an artist saying somewhere you just got to just walk away from it because you can you can be editing forever, right? You know, and so I just got better at just leaving it. Um, but usually. I like my poems. To, I like my poems. My songs to start well and end well. You know, you know, the first first line want to catch you, and the last line just you know hit you in the gut, or just you know just just tidy it up.
7: And do you find uh, that that's a lot of your method? Is like you ha- you come up with a strong first line, you know how you want to end it, and then it's a matter of filling in the center, or does it sometimes flow differently? It, it
1: it's now it's easier. When I was younger, I used to just sit down and just wait for something to come, um, you know, and then there was times where, you know, I would be in a car or at work, and, and so things would just come, um, and I just had to get better at capturing them. So I got better at, you know, recording, you know, voice recorders or just typing in my phones. I got probably over 1,000 notes in the, in this phone um, just because I just got better at capturing because there's times that you're not in the perfect space to write it down, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and it comes to you, and, and I say that because i i th- i I think I'm just a vessel, you know what i mean like i don't I don't sit here and think like um oh, um Herman Melville of something or this or that. It's <laughs> just like it, it they just come I can't tell you how i how does this happen. It just came to me, I was able to capture it and
7: and I can repeat it well, I don't think any writers c- can actually uh, claim to know how it comes
0: they're yeah. just glad it does exactly you know? yeah exactly. I'm just
1: grateful that it it's, it's coming and, and it's still
0: coming nice, so do you ever have? a subject that you know you want to talk about like there, there's something that you need to express but it doesn't come
1: yeah yeah um I, <laughs> there's this um <laughs> there's this roadkill poem i wrote and it took me probably <laughs> and it took me like, <laughs> probably like eight months to write it because i, knew I wanted to write something about roadkill because you see roadkill all the time yeah. right <laughs> and 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 it's just kind of like you know and and it it I, it, it was on. It was in the back of my mind. I tried a couple of times. It didn't work out. And it finally came. And it was like six lines, five lines. But it was like, there's like, oh, that's it right there. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's times that you know something could take you know six months, a year, a couple of years to to finish. Uh, a month. Um, yeah. You know, most times I can write things quickly. Um, and, 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 but the things that take longer to write are the ones I like the best. Um, you know, and, and you just got to respect the process. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and I've gotten better at that. And I think most people do as, as we, as we get older.
0: Right. Yeah. I'd love to see the, the list of Rexy's, um, you know, top things to write about. Like, number one, roadkill. <laughs> like, I want to know what's to Well, three. I'm sitting here
7: thinking, I'm like, so is the poem written from the perspective of what ended up becoming roadkill? Was it like an observation on the uh, life can cycle of roadkill? I, don't I, know. I, I you know, I, I can come back on again and I'll have it
1: prepared, but I'd have to go through and, as you know, <laughs> I don't make titles for my poems, right. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's on his phone somewhere. Um, do, you but got, yeah. do you have another one you want to read? Um, I do. I, um, this one is called um, Mr. Postman. Uh, and I wrote this one uh, probably, probably three, four years ago. Um, and so in, 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 in New York City, uh, there was a postman that got arrested by undercover cops. And um, and and he got arrested because the cops almost hit him while he was crossing the street, and he must have said something like, you know, be careful, look out the way, or whatever the case may. Be. And this is why he was working. Um, and and so uh, this this came out of that. Hey, Mr. Postman, don't you wear a frown? Hey, Mr. Postman, don't hold your head down. He is your postman, you can't hold him down. He is your postman, you can't shoot him down. I forgot to mention that the postman was black. Black man can't go postal, black man can't speak his mind. Boys in blue always write, boys in blue make black man feel blue, feel like no matter what he do, he can't be right. Thank God for videos too, else black man might stop breeding too. People say, 45, no more fight the power poems. 45, almost listen too, but the mind don't feel right because I don't see too many people helping in the fight. But people don't want to see the truth. People don't want nightmares at night. People only want white picket fences. They don't want to relive that fearful night. But black man been fearful his whole life. Mama say, don't argue with boys in blue. Mama want black man to come back every night. Mama knows what she's asking black man to do ain't right swallow his pride black man is king like lying in the zoo i hear people pay to see them too so black man do what mama asked him to do but what will the government do federal laws are broken too all because boys in blue want to do whatever they want to what should we do what should i do black man it's never been easy we african gabi was telling us something we african malcolm was telling us something we must unite People don't want to know the truth, but we know. Boys in blue been doing this our whole life. Sold us crack, locked us up without a key, shot us off the balcony. Government knows, judges know, media know, yet we must swallow. Lungs are filled from forced water. But I can't do it anymore. I'd rather die where I stand than swallow another drop. See, boys in blue, I don't know what's wrong with you. What you trying to sell me, make me confess to, lock me in a room, tell me it would be worse for me if I don't attest to? You've been doing this so long, you don't even lose sleep over what you do. Even when you're wrong, you continue to sing the same song. Stop resisting arrest. Stop resisting arrest. Stop resisting. Boys in blue, I can't trust you. I'm sorry, and that's the story I'm sticking to. Hey, Mr. Postman, don't you wear a frown. Hey, Mr. Postman. Don't hold your head down. He is your postman. You can't hold him down. He is your postman. You can't shoot him.
0: Nice. That was really good. Thank nice. you for sharing that. Thanks, thanks. I I was, we were talking earlier about uh, why I like your poems, because they they bring in so much texture, right? Whether it's a rhyme or... Like a hymn, almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's some music. It's not just read; it's performed, and I I, I really love that.
1: Thanks. I, I, that's just you know doing this for a while. Um, you know, um, in 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 the beginning, um, well, I, I, there's other things I can read. I, I as you weren't here earlier, I'm gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep saying it, but I'm gonna say it a couple more times. <laughs> uh, but you know, it really you know. I, I had stage fright and probably still do, um, but I just get through it now. Um, so that kept me off the stage for a long time. And I remember when, when I finally said I got to do it, and it's like in 2001, and go read. I was shaking the whole way through, um, and and but it, I I just you know loved it so much that I just kept going and going and going and going, and and then it, it is you know like I mean, like you know we were talking off air about these artists. Um, it is, the, you know, the, you just get better over time. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you're younger, you don't know that. I didn't know it. I didn't, you know, I didn't, couldn't see that far into the future to realize, like, if I stay doing this, I'm going to get this good. Um, it wasn't until, you know, later with the band and, 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 you know, going from playing, not having a band, to, you know, having songs, to recording, to then playing out shows. And, you know, then it's just like, oh, wow, this, I did, we made this happen and And that and that belief made m- allowed me now to believe I can do anything, but I didn't start
0: out that way nice so um we're we're at the end of our time at harmonic headspace uh is there anything you want to um promote uh tell fans how they can find you um sure excuse me, excuse me.
1: um Smoking Rhymes uh, is is the radio show I, I do. If you put that in your search bar, um, you can find it. Um, it's on you know iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple. And We also um, go every uh, every Monday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. on B87FM.com. Uh, if you want to follow me, um, on pretty much on all the social media fronts is uh, rexy 4545 is spelled out. On you know Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok, every everything if it's out there uh, we're on it Uh, i think that's about it
0: cool nice well i definitely look forward to hearing more of your stuff um i already follow all your (laughs) everything so i know (laughs) what's going on but you know like when we turn the corner um soon and people are gigging i I hope that i'll be able to come watch you live yeah likewise yeah yeah,
7: absolutely Mm -hmm. make sure you bring me yeah, I've been out of the house except to come here and <laughs> shit. I don't even I don't even want to think about it. You <laughs> know, it, it it it's been a very. Uh, I was talking to a friend earlier, and
1: uh, it, it's been uh seeing the same people for like the last uh, year and 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 uh, uh, pretty much a year because I was I was out of the country last year when the lockdown happened, um, and and so I, yeah, I didn't get back into the country until the 17th of March. So yeah, pretty much a little year, a little over a year ago, and it's. I'm looking forward to where I can just, you know, get out again and not worry about it and listen to some really good music and live shows.
7: Live shows. I I, I can't believe how long it's been since I've seen a real live concert. hmm yeah. I've never in my life since I started going to concerts have spent this long, just sitting at home watching shit on TV. Yeah. It's sad, but hopefully we're 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 pulling that nose up. We're getting out of this, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We're gonna see some shows this summer.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: If we can afford the tickets, that's my
7: only concern. Well,
1: <laughs> I wonder how much
7: how much the tickets are going to be because
1: it's gonna. I, I I think there probably will be some limitations, which is this going to drive the price up a little bit.
7: But you know, at, at least there's an op, op,
1: op, will be an opportunity. I
7: think. Yeah, they're not going to price me out. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> no, right. They're just not going to do it. Although I can't necessarily say I've been saving all this money for not attending concerts. I've been throwing it all into vinyl records. Probably yeah. spent <laughs> <probably laughs> more this year than or last year than I would have if I was going to concerts. Yeah, too. I hear you there.
0: Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we are Harmonic Headspace. This is Prosty here with Astro and Rexy45. You can always find us on waveradioboston.com or wrbrocks.com. Uh, check us out on lo- look on Facebook, Wave uh, Wave Radio Boston Rocks, and take part in the March Madness uh, Best Songs of the Decades. Um, and uh, that should be continuing to go for the next week or two. Um, so, thank you all for joining.
7: Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Sorry I was late. <laughs> I hope you didn't have to repeat too many stories.
0: No, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all good. All right. Thanks, Rexy45, and uh, we will see you next week. <laughs>